Good afternoon. It's Friday, October 14th. Time for the weekly wrap-up on the grains and cotton market. We'll start with the macro picture where yesterday the government announced a much higher than expected inflation number. Again, surprising the market. Um, It appears that the Fed actions have still had no effect on inflation. Although inflation, this number is a lagging indicator. This is inflation that has already happened. The Fed is going to take this as a signal that they're still not doing enough, that that their current path is not effective, and they're going to keep pushing hard for higher rates to try to cool this this market down. So the market has priced in a 75-point increase again in November. That immediately took the stock market down hard. Yesterday took all the grains and commodities down as well. The dollar did rally quite strongly. By mid-afternoon, all the markets had reversed, so it appears that some heavy-duty money came in, took the dollar down, the stock market rallied, and in turn giving us one of the highest turnarounds in stock market history, top five, from low to high. Uh, The commodities also all closed slightly higher uh, in sympathy with that move. So, you know, it appears that the market remains uh, deeply concerned about inflation and the Fed's uh, ability to control it. In other news, OPEC decided uh, earlier in the week that they were going to lower production by 2 million barrels a day. This was not good news for the Biden administration. Uh, they took, uh, took the news very badly as they are now threatening uh, Saudi Arabia by not selling them any more uh, U.S. weapons, um, altering their trading status with us. Uh, Saudi Arabia responded uh, yesterday with a, a piece that said that Biden begged them not to raise or to lower production until after the election. And that, again, deepened the rift between uh, OPEC and the president. And so, you know, this is a very, very political issue. And they're doing their best to make things look as good as they can up until the election. And and then I think after that, you know, a lot of these fundamentals will be allowed to play out uh, in their natural due course. We got a fair amount of USDA data as well. And on Wednesday, they announced a smaller corn carryout smaller than expected soybean carryout, smaller wheat carryout, and a slight build in the cotton carryout. So this report fundamentally was bullish corn, bullish beans, bullish wheat, and neutral for cotton. Um, it appears that you know the balance sheets that I have been talking about for the last several months, being much tighter than what the USDA stated earlier in the summer, uh, the USDA is slowly uh, getting to reality. They t- they typically don't like to make big moves in one report. They typically like to drag out these changes in, in small doses month over month, and that's <clears throat> exactly what they appear to be doing. So um, these balance sheets are all remain at very tight levels, in some cases record tight stocks to use ratios, especially in the corn market. Beans uh, remain very tight, and wheat is tightening. We also sold for three days in a row now uh, some soybeans to China in in sales announcements. China has uh, essentially skyrocketing crush margins. They've run out of soybean meal, and now they're desperate to buy beans. Harvest is moving very quickly as well. Uh, We harvested 20% of the soybean crop in one week. 
it's been extremely dry in the west so that pattern has not changed and the beans are drying down to record low moisture levels and that has the farmer uh, community pedal to the metal harvesting beans so at this point we're 44 percent harvested on beans and we did 20 percent of that harvest in just one week in corn we're 31 percent harvested we at you know we gained 10 percent this week and in cotton, we're 29% harvested, and we added 7% this week. It looks like to me, over the next three to four weeks, we will be quickly advancing to the 70, 80, 90% harvested level. And by the election, we should be close to 90% harvested on all crops. Um, so, you know, keep in mind that's been a key moment in time, in my opinion. As far as when the pressure on these commodity markets releases, I think, uh, and things are allowed, trade flows are allowed to act a little bit more normally, will be after the election on November 8th. Um, so the battle between fundamental tightness in the crops and the balance sheets and the macro headlines of this inflation that the Fed seemed to not be able to contain at the moment and the, and the subsequent rate hikes that are coming with that those cross currents continue to fight each other, and it, uh, but right now the fundamentals are and continue to win out, and so my opinion has not changed uh, in in where I think these markets are headed. I still believe, in my opinion, that Dees Corn is going to go fill that gap in the chart up at 728, giving us a shot to market uh, another 20% of our crop. The November beans uh, we're running out of time on those; they'll expire here at the end of October. But if China keeps coming in buying beans, we could have a shot at that area of resistance that we have seen several times in the 1480-1490 area by the end of the month. If we don't, we'll have to roll to the January and fight this market out in the January contract. But I still think we'll have another shot up in that area that has proven to be resistance and we'll do another layer of marketing in that area. We can is very possible still go up and fill the gap left in the chart uh, in that 1530 area in November beans or 1540 area in the January beans. There's still that gap in the chart, but we're going to need probably some help with some South American weather problems uh, to, to get a shot up in those areas or some heavy, heavy duty continuation of the Chinese buying. Weather in Argentina is horrific. They're losing their wheat crop every day, and there is growing concern for the soybean crop in that area. Brazil got off to a good start, good rains in most of it, but dry areas are starting to show up, and the La Nina appears to be relatively locked in in South America uh, for one more year. Uh, the wheat market uh, technically here today uh, took, a, took a hit and broke support, so it looks like the wheat market could set back for a little while. Uh, and 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 set back and and try to drive some more business there, gets a little bit more export business uh, back, and and then you know we got to keep an eye on the dryness that continues over the the winter wheat crop. Uh, it's horribly dry, and if that trend continues, uh, as I believe it looks like the long term models are indicating, and and as long as the global balance sheets continue to tighten, I still have prospects of old crop wheat heading to that $10.50, $11 area in Kansas City and the $10 area in Chicago wheat. Cotton fundamentals continue to tighten, in my opinion, based on the crop. I think we are looking at 
uh, a crop that's about a million bales smaller. There are a number of analysts that are starting to come to that conclusion. Uh, we have very good existing sales already on the books. And so if, if we end up losing a million bales of production, this balance sheet's going to tighten back up from record low levels to brand new record low levels. Uh, but cotton is still struggling uh, more heavily with that macro picture of the high dollar and, and a global recession fears. So uh, the, the macro funds, the, our managed money, continues to sell out of cotton very, very aggressively, keeping this market pinned down. But I do believe at some point cotton will be allowed, you know, that once these fundamentals uh, are back in focus, we will head back to that dollar, dollar five area. And, and then if, if we get the, the you know, full realization of the million bale loss in production, we go higher from there, ultimately back testing that dollar ten, dollar twenty area. But we would need proof of those loss, of those losses in production. And in typical USDA fashion, we won't get to the bottom on the production number until after the first of the year. Uh, the cash market has spent uh, the last, you know, I believe in the next 30 days grinding uh, in all these markets as we get through the election. Again, uh, inflation is a very political topic, and I think there's, you know, a, a lot of work, and, and no one wants to get in front of the, the commodity trade right now. And so, you know, I expect continued choppiness over the next 30 days in all these markets. But then uh, once the realization of these crop sizes and, and these tightening balance sheets are allowed to trade more freely, we will hit these targets that I just mentioned. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. These are my opinions of those a and, and not those of ADM or ADMIS. Take care.